It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for the summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. and welcome back to my kitchen table. It was so much fun doing it here yesterday and it felt so relevant and so right. Uh, I'm doing it again. This show, if this particular show, we're not going to really talk about Veganuary. Uh, if this particular show just reaches one of you, if just one person out there gets something from today that I'm telling you right now, it's worth it. So for those of you that may not get something out of today, I want you to just indulge me for one day. And there's going to be somebody out there because I posted on Facebook today, which is something I don't normally do, but I posted a very lengthy paragraph to my friends. And in that paragraph, I said, I know you're exhausted. Uh-oh, is this plugged in? Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, sorry for the shakeup. Because I posted on Facebook for my friends, which is something I don't normally do, and I said, I know you're exhausted. And there's somebody out there right now listening to me that is exhausted. Don't you love the classical music behind me? I suppose I should stop at copyrights and all. Ziggy, stop all music. Uh, but, you know, I, I enjoy talking to classical music, actually. He didn't hear me. My, my Alexa is named Ziggy. I don't name it the Alexa because they say Alexa too many times in ads, and it always you know, gets mine going, Ziggy. Oh, I unplugged Ziggy. <laughs> Ziggy is not plugged in. Alexa, stop all music. Uh, she is plugged in. Truly, I think they do that on purpose, though. I think, they, I think they make it, you know, say Alexa in the ads, like, so yours will boink. Pretty soon, the commercial is going to order for you. It's going to say, Alexa, order me, and then it will. Uh, oh, I shouldn't give them ideas. Anyway, this show... It's for a very select group of you. But when I posted on Facebook, I got far more responses that there were people just like me than I've ever gotten before. And let me tell you what I'm talking about. And let me tell you how I think right now you may be going through it, particularly in the time of COVID. Ever since Andrew died, no. Ever since I quit opiates and became aware of health, and ghost. Uh, I mentioned Andrew died and this omelette just opened. One that he and I... Anyway, the door just opened. I'm not making that up. Uh, ever since Andy died and then I went on the opiates full time as a profession. And I did. Once he died, I dove into prescription drugs. All of them. All of them that would make me feel good. If, if there was a drug that made me feel good, I wanted it. If there was Xanax, opiate, you know, whatever. I had pain, both emotional and physical. And you know what? If it made me feel good, then I took it. Uh, and they gave it to me because I needed it. So, you know, but that's once I sobered up, um, my medical anxiety went off the chart. And when I say off the chart, it's almost a disability. I mean that. It's debilitating at times. 
Now, medical anxiety has been called many things over the years, and it's currently called hypochondria uh, back in like the 80s and 90s. Now it's known as medical anxiety because it's real. And you can make your own symptoms. You can manifest symptoms. There's a lot. So if you're a person out there that gets a headache and think you have a brain tumor, and you know who you are. There are people posting. I said, uh, my friends from uh, uh, KGO, Brian Copeland, and his producer, Karen Reed. Uh, Karen was like, oh, yeah, me and Copey are total, you know, medical anxiety. I asked him if he ever had a brain tumor, and he said, yeah, several times. Uh, but he's never really had a brain tumor, but he's had headaches that he thought was brain tumors. So there are those of you out there that when you get a headache, you think, oh my God, it's a stroke. Oh my God, it's a brain tumor. Oh my God, it's, it's, you know, whatever. There are those of you out there that you see a spot on your skin as you age and you think, oh my God, it's melanoma. That's it, I've got skin cancer. And then you Google melanoma and you go down this rabbit hole of Dr. Google and it's never good. For those of you that cough and think you have lung cancer or, and, I, and see, you all might be thinking, oh yeah, we've all done that. No. No, 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 no. Yeah, we all do that just flippantly, but medical anxiety means you concentrate on it. You fixate on it. Medical anxiety, okay, let me give you an example. Eight days ago, I told you I started having digestive issues. A lot of gas when I ate, just burp, burp, burp. And for a few days, poop, poop, poop. Uh, the poop, poop, poop has stopped, stopped, stopped. It's pretty much back to normal. Not totally, but pretty much. It's weird times of the day now. Uh, and... Um, the burping is at like 30% of where it was a week ago. So yesterday, you know, I told my doctor this and they said, well, it, a stomach bug should not last that long. So let's do some blood work first and see what's like if your pancreas is upset or your liver is upset. Uh, you know, let's do some of those tests, check your electrolytes, all that. So they did. This morning, I log on to my quest at 4.45 a.m. because I'm up at 4.30. Uh, and there they are, my results. The results of every single of the 14 things in the comprehensive metabolic panel are normal. They're within the normal range. Now, some of them are not normal for me. Things are a couple points higher, a couple points lower, whatever. Uh, but they're all within the normal range. My pancreas, uh, lipase, amylase, uh, those are within normal, but they're low. And I'm all freaked out, like, why are they so low? Now, when I say so low, they are not below what the lab says is low. They're in the green. Every blood test, I'm almost 60, was in the green. Everyone. Sodium, potassium, protein, for all of you worried about me being a vegan. All of it. My potassium, 4.4. Yeah. Uh, which keeps me out of, of uh, uh, PVCs. So I saw that and I spent an hour and 20 minutes this morning from 4.45 till 6.30 in the bed on the iPad Googling every single thing like what is amylase, what is lipase, what is BUN, urea nitrogen, uh, it's, what, it's waste in your blood. Uh, you know, what is a GEFR for your kidneys and what number should it be for a person my age? An hour and a half. That's how I started my day. I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on television. And yet I went through every one of those 14 tests. And when I saw they were in normal, then I had to go to the MyQuest and look at my history and see, oh, well, where is it? You know, how... <laughs> Needless to say, most of it was normal in my history. Like there were things with a couple points up, a couple points down, but 
for the most part. And the doctor emailed me this morning for a thing because she knows how it is. She said, all your labs are fine. But then she orders a CT. And I email her back. Oh, my God, what's going on? Why are you ordering a CT? You said all the labs were fine and blah, 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 blah. And we haven't gotten the result back yet of the test where I blew into a bag. Then drank diet soda, aspiritame and orange soda. And then 15 minutes later, blew into a bag. And I said, okay, what's up? And they said, the first blow is a baseline. The second, in your stomach, there's a, there could be a bacteria called H. pylor or H. pylor or something. And the diet soda upsets that bacteria so much that when you blow the second time, your breath might be filled with the bacteria if there's enough of it in your stomach for this soda to shake up. And it's not the bubbles. It's the aspiritane. So this artificial sweetener affects your gut so much that it stirs up all the bacteria. Yeah, ick. And that means if you drink a diet soda that like 15 minutes after, if you've got this bacteria, you're spewing it all everywhere. God, we should have been wearing masks years ago. So anyway, normal test, but then she orders a CT and that's it. Over the edge I go. Pancreatic cancer, stomach cancer, colon cancer. Oh, you haven't had a colonoscopy and you're 59 years old. Well, the doctor says wait until you're 65 and do the Cologuard every three years. Oh, well, maybe they've missed something. But the doctor said, you have no history of colon cancer in your family, and you, the cologuards are all negative. So just when you're 65, oh, you need an endoscopy. You need a colonoscopy. I, the tubes need to meet in the middle and make love. I don't even know. That was all day yesterday. All day. All day, not making it up. From 11 in the morning until 4 in the afternoon, I was either on the phone with doctor, emailing doctors, or Googling. To what end? Now, how do you feel? feel pretty good. Yes, I have pain right here. Oh, I looked up this, what the muscle is, what nerves feed it. I have pain right here, right here, right here, right here. Well, these are all places where you can get uh, eye strain, neck strain, like laying in the bed on the, you know, so whatever. But medical anxiety means that when you get a positive test, meaning positive in terms of there's no news on it, uh, you don't believe it. You think it's wrong or they need a different test or on and on. You know, when they had the polycythemia, when, they, when my blood work was showing that I was polycythemic, too many red blood cells, which can just happen or you have a lot of iron or whatever. Uh, they did mention cancer. You have cancer. Uh, and then I don't. Then I didn't have cancer. Uh, and when they just mentioned it casually, I said, well, is there a test? They said, well, there's a JAK2 mutation test to see if you have the JAK2 mutation, which would mean you probably have the cancer. And I said, let's do that. So they did. Now, my other doctor said it's way too early for that. My doctor in Long Beach. But the one up here was like, okay. So we did it. It came back negative. Now, you would think that'd make me happy. I still worry about polycythemia. So I started going to a psychiatrist for this about uh, seven years ago. And I can honestly say it helps and then it doesn't. Because there are tools to help the medical monster in my head, who I've named Baby Huey, they tell you to name him, or her, uh, or it. Uh, and then they tell you to de-scarify him, don't, or her, or it. Uh, don't, don't make it a scary monster. Because ultimately this monster in your head just wants what's best for you. He's afraid, or she's afraid. She thinks you're gonna die. And so she's afraid. Ultimately, though, out of her or his fear, it kills you 50 times over. 
Many of you know what I'm talking about. Many of you have had every disease, every tumor, every everything known to mankind. Of course, you didn't, but for a day or an hour, or you did. And it's just as real. And the stress of that, the stress of that medical anxiety can make you sick. Literally, raise your blood pressure. It can be self-fulfilling. You can worry yourself right into cancer. So medical anxiety is real. And in the time of COVID, where we're all wondering, is it a sore throat? Is it COVID? Is it an earache? Is it COVID? Is it a cold? Is it COVID? Is it, you know, for two years, you all have been in this state. Is it COVID? Is it COVID? Is it COVID? Imagine being in that state for 40 years. And I'm being serious here. A lot of you are in the state right now where you don't know if it's COVID or a cold or this or that. And so it makes you a little crazy. Well, in 1981, AIDS came around. And suddenly we started figuring out what the symptoms were or when it was too late. In other words, oh, that's Kaposi's sarcoma, which means you're dead in a year. It's a skin cancer. So starting in about 1984, uh, so many of us were hypervigilant about our bodies. What is that? What is that? Am I losing weight? Do I have diarrhea? Because we didn't want AIDS or HIV and we knew, you know, that it was out there and that condoms aren't 100% effective and could I get it by kissing? They say you can't, but, you know. So then when I met Andrew in 1989 and fell deeply and madly in love and he told me he had HIV from the beginning, everything, every medical trip to the doctor was here and here on the scale. Either you're fine or you're dying. There really wasn't an in-between for AIDS. So every bronchitis is this pneumocystis pneumonia. Every spot is this Kaposi sarcoma. Uh, you know, he's, he was gardening. Does he get MAC infection from the dirt? Uh, you know, so he went to Hawaii. Three bees stung him on the leg. They got infected within hours, started weeping. He had to have a, a doctor call something over. Uh, Dr. Bailey called drugs over to Hawaii to put him on for the three stings, which you or I wouldn't really need, but he did. So every medical thing with Andrew was potentially life or death for almost 11 years of my formidable life. And prior to meeting Andrew at 28 years old and during Andrew, my mom was alive. Prior to meeting Andrew, my dad was alive. My dad was disabled his whole life. My mom had many disabilities. And out between the two of them, it was off, there were often times where we'd go visit mom on the fifth floor and visit dad on the sixth floor at St. Mary's in Long Beach or whatever city we were in. I grew up around hospitals, hospital food, cafeterias. I can tell you the ins and outs of every hospital, what to do, what not to do, how to get service, how not. When you're in the hospital, you're in the bed, you want something done, call the chief of staff. So for my entire life, my parents have been, you know, is this this or is this that? My dad had ulcerative, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease, uh, dysenhydrate eczema. Uh, he had many things. He died of a ruptured uh, stress ulcer in his stomach that formed in the ICU where he was put because a central line made him septic. He had the central line simply because of an electrolyte imbalance. It became infected. They put him in ICU for three weeks. He became septic. 
Uh, they gave him steroids. The steroids caused an ulcer in his stomach. That ulcer perforated right when he got out of the ICU and was back in his room. That very minute, on our way to the hospital to welcome him back to his room, the stress ulcer perforated and he died. By the time I got to the hospital, he was dead. My mother was in tears and I was screaming in the hallways. So because of all of that, that damage, and that's damage. So you all have damage. You all have your damage. Something causes your medical anxiety. Not just a fear of death. We all have that. But something else. Something causes your medical anxiety. For me, it was that for decades of my life, the people I loved, including friends, literally would be okay on a Sunday, and the next Friday they would be dead. That's how fast AIDS and opportunistic infections moved. They'd be fine on Sunday. You'd see them in the drag show. Tuesday, they'd have a bad bronchial infection. Thursday, they'd have pneumocystis pneumonia. The next Saturday, they'd be dead. Because there were no treatments. There was no, you know. So because that's been my life, that's the, the damage that did to me is that now as I age, everything is life or death. I mean, you know what? Okay, maybe I have Crohn's disease. Maybe I have ulcerative colitis. My dad did. You live with it. Anastasia has Crohn's. You live with it. You, you know, you, you medicate. You live with it. It's, it. You make some changes, and it messes up your life in some ways. But for the most part, you live with it. No matter what the diagnosis, I'm going to have to live with it because I don't want to die. But medical anxiety doesn't, when you're just afraid. So how do I, what do I do? Well, first of all, stick to routine, you know, don't let your medical anxiety take you out of your routine like it did me yesterday. Don't let it do that. Number two, name your monster. You know, what's his name or her name? Talk to the monster. Rationalize. Say, look, I know that you're just looking out for me, but you have to let me live. Meaning in all of your scenarios in my head, you can't have me dying and what happens to Ember and what happens to, you can't, you can't have that. You have to have me managing and treating whatever it is so I see Ember through her whole life. So I stay with my fans. So I, you have to strike a bargain with your medical anxiety. Doesn't always work and they often break it, but you have to bargain with them and say, let me live. I'll, I'll address it. I'll go to the doctor. I'll have it looked at, but let me live. Number three, do not, I repeat, for the love of all things holy, do what I did the last two days and the last 10 years. Do not Google your symptoms. Most of you have healthcare that comes with an on-call nurse or telemedicine. If you have questions about something going on with you and that something is so important, you want to ask medical advice, do not ask Google. It's always terrible. And you're going to find documents you don't. I've read so many medical abstracts, I can now understand them. <laughs> but don't. Don't do it. And I know that's easy to say and hard to do. Today, I have refused to Google any... For instance, here's, here's medical anxiety. I'm feeling pretty good today. I go to the park. My friend Drew says, your neck's red. And I'm like, it is? And so I get home. And suddenly I photograph my neck all the way around and sure in Begora, it's red. And then I go back and look at the Emily Sande interview back in February of 2020. And I see that there's like, and I thought it was sunburn, you know? Oh, this is the doctor, we gotta hold on. 
Okay, so appointments are set. I see the doctor Friday morning at 8 and then at 10 for the dermatologist. My neck ain't that red, but will I believe them? That's another thing about, derma about medical anxiety. You go to doctors, you see them, and then they don't give you the answer your brain wants, and you're thinking, oh, they don't know their stuff, they're not a specialist. Or... <sighs> you know, Phil Hendry posted about mental health and how he's on antidepressants. Uh, he's a radio guy, Phil Hendry, friend of mine. And... Um, old work colleague. We're all suffering with some mental health issue. Mine is manifesting as medical anxiety. Yours might be depression, uh, anxiety over the future. We act like it's not crippling, like we just can go about our normal days with this weight upon us. You know, I mentioned the damage that AIDS and sick parents and all that can do. What about the damage of an entire nation dying around you and getting sick? What about the damage of not knowing if you can touch this or not touch that, breathe here or not breathe here, if you can go out, not go out? What happens in a year when, let's say it all dies down and they're like, okay, go back to life. We're opening the gate again. I don't know about you, but I'm like a caged animal that once they open the gate, I kind of don't want to go out the door? It's not just me. You are not alone. I am not alone. When it comes to medical anxiety, many of you hearing this show today, you feel it. You know it. And there are great resources online from the American Psychiatric Association. Actual videos, hour-long videos, about 10 of them. They're on YouTube. Just type in medical anxiety. Uh, and they are great case studies that might give you some tools if you can't afford a therapist or if your insurance doesn't cover it. And a therapist ain't going to cure it and neither is drugs because your brain's going to do what your brain's going to do. It's how you deal with it. It's like COVID. COVID's going to do what COVID's going to do, but it's how we deal with it. So the way I deal with it now is I just go to the doctor. It's like if I have all these questions and I don't know what's going on, whatever, I go to the doctor. And even if they say it's nothing, and they usually say it's nothing. Okay. And, they, and this nurse has this on the phone with. He said, a nurse, 12 years, don't ever use Dr. Google. He said, I would never use it. He said, I would never use it. So I think I really believe that that kind of information should be almost proprietary. You and I don't need all that information. There should be a medical web, a, a section of the web that's medical, and not everybody can get to it. It's for doctors, nurses, first responders, researchers, students. But the general public just doesn't need. Oh, yes, Carissa. No, you don't. You don't need to know that your symptoms could either be a benign bug or cancer. Because you're going to go for the cancer, most of you. So damage. I was damaged medically, meaning all of the taking care of mom, of dad, of Andrew, of Gary, of so many friends, Lorenzo. I mean, getting them on drug studies and, you know, every week was like, if we don't do something this week, you may die. Living in that state, and then I had no one else to focus it on, so I focused it on me. I know why I got here. I know how I got here. I just don't want to be here. You know, my throat's a little gravelly, even now. I'm thinking, oh, your throat's a little dry. Yeah, you had to hit a pot. It's, it's cold outside. It's dry air. Oh, no, it's got to be something in my throat.
That is my curse. We are all cursed with something. Betty White was. Barbara Streisand is. Everybody has their demons. Mine is medical anxiety. It is the most debilitating thing in my life. It causes me and my friends the most grief of anything in my life. I hate it. I wish my friends didn't have to endure it. I've tried writing about it instead of talking to them. I've tried, but I need someone to know in my world. I live alone. I need someone to know, oh, I'm having pain here. I'm doing this and... Medical anxiety is a monster. Depression is a monster. Fear is a monster. Anxiety of anything, whether it's financial anxiety, people who worry every single day where every single penny is, you know, it's make or break. If I pay this, I don't have that, and I've got to have that. So that kind of stress and fear, it does damage, and we are all so damaged, all of us. I'm damaged now. AIDS, the war damaged me. You know, we all like to act like we're so perfect. Like, oh, I'm wonderful. Like in this Instagram, Facebook life. I'm damaged. I'll be the first to tell you. AIDS damaged me. Andrew, in many ways, that experience damaged me. He died in front of me of malpractice. Parents who were constantly sick never knowing if they could work, where money was going to come from. Damaged. Damaged. So what do we do? Well, we pick up the pieces. We put it all back together. We use gold leaf to mend the cracks because the Chinese believe that when something is broken, it's more beautiful if you repair it because it shows character. Your damage shows character. It shows you've lived. It shows you've done something. It shows that you've experienced things. But you have to deal with it. I think that's what today's show is mostly about. Don't let your damage go. Because you'll have days like I did yesterday. You'll have days where your fear and your anxiety are, and what if that was your last day on earth? Your last day was spent worrying about your last day on earth. It ain't worth it. So I'm going to try today and tomorrow to not concentrate on the medical things that are going on. Every time I burp, like, oh, that was burp number 1,342. Is that normal? I'm, I'm, because you know my brain. You know, I'm going to try to not worry about this, whatever this discoloration on my neck is. Uh, it's probably sun damage, and the dermatologist is going to look at it and say that is years of your neck getting suntan and sunburned. I'm sure that's what they're going to say. I hope. See, because a rash can relate to a gut problem. You can have gut problems and it can manifest in a rash. I'm convinced this discoloration that a person noticed at the park today is related to my gut. My doctor already said, no, that's, that's not, no. But maybe she just doesn't know. See, there it is. Maybe I'm smarter than her. And isn't that, isn't that Aren't I being, aren't I guilty of exactly what the anti-vaxxers are? Maybe we're smarter than the scientists. Maybe we're smarter from the doctors. Maybe, maybe they're getting their information from a bad source. Maybe the research isn't right. That's medical anxiety. All right. 
I hope that talking about this, putting it out on the kitchen table, I hope that it allows you in your life to have more conversations about what's really going on with you. To have very frank and very real conversations about your life and your real life. All of us have damage. We find people that love us in spite of it, because of it. But we all have it. And acting like we don't is too exhausting. I was wrong for what I did yesterday on the web. I was wrong for what I did this morning, spending an hour and a half Googling every single lab when the labs were all normal. I was wrong. And I don't think I'll do it again. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, as for you, don't fear your demon. You know, don't, don't hate him, don't fear him. Deal with him. Literally deal, like you're gonna have to go in that cage and shut up because you're depriving me of life. You're gonna have to sit in the corner of my brain for just a week because I need to go live. You're gonna have to not let me be terrified every time I go out that I'm gonna, well, I'm not going out right now, but you know what I mean. Come March, you're gonna have to let me go out and not be terrified about COVID because I've done everything I'm supposed to do and by then they will have Omicron will have died out and if there's another variant, you know what, we're vaccinated, so whatever. You have to tell your monsters, your fears, your demons that if you win, we lose. Look at your fear monster and say, fear monster, if I let you win, we both lose. Because ultimately that monster is you. It's a part of you. It's a part of your brain. So talk to him, negotiate, ignore, silence. Hum, do whatever it takes. And when it comes to medical anxiety, find providers you trust. Find ones you can reach out to somewhat quickly because you gotta get these things answered because you just go insane. Like my CT, I won't have the results back for like two weeks. <laughs> for those two weeks, I'm just, I'll have every cancer known to mankind. And why? I might have one. See, that's the whole thing, it's, it's gonna happen. Not cancer, but you know what I mean? I'm aging. Stuff is going to go south. So acceptance. You have to accept that too. You have to accept that the body is a noisy place. It's going to have irregularities. One day you're going to feel this way. The next day you'll be better. One day your numbers are going to be a little off. The next day they'll be better. Because you're human. And you're going to have to let yourself breathe and live through the anxiety and the fear. Or what's the point? The same with COVID. We are going to have to live through the anxiety and fear that this has created. All right, I will leave today with um, a little politics. There, tomorrow is January 6th. I'm not going to do a show tomorrow. I'll let you take in all of the hoopla. And the January 6th commission said they might hold their meetings in prime time. Good. But I'll leave you with this. When there's open treason and sedition and members of Congress who are now ruling us and not letting us progress on climate change, not giving us a social safety net, not passing the Build Back Better plan, child tax credits and all kinds of other things, 
when a seditionist, traitorous party has taken over and held the, the country hostage for a year under Joe Biden, and they have, including Joe Manchin, I'm now believing he is a traitor. When that happens, and nothing happens to them for a year, that's damage. That does damage to the country, to the democracy, to you. So tomorrow, I want you to try to vent the anger that you feel at these people, because you want them all dead or out of Congress or, you know, because when I say dead, the punishment for treason is death in the Constitution. So you want them all to pay the price. And they're not. And they may never, including Trump. But being angry at that will only hurt you. It won't hurt them. It'll only hurt you. So tomorrow, I need you to make peace that you live in a country that has fallen apart, socially and politically. That we are on a decline. And that if we don't pull ourselves back up, eventually we will be over. And that could be in a year, two years, five years. Could be in 2024. But I need you to vent that anger about it. I need you to get rid of that toxicity. I don't care how. Don't watch the news tomorrow. Or if you watch all the attacks again tomorrow, it's just going to make you so hurt and so mad again that nothing's really happened. So tomorrow, here's an assignment. Find something good in America that you like going to be hard. Find something good about America or an American that you like. Be with a friend. Go see, go see something tomorrow that's beautiful in America. Go look at Red Rock or a national park. You know, go do something that reminds you, sorry for the gas, that, see, see what I'm talking about? That's, it just happens. Remind you uh, tomorrow that America isn't all bad and isn't lost completely yet. It's on the path to that, but not yet. And the way we pull it back is by venting the anger we feel at those people and turning it into positive momentum forward. Maybe tomorrow call your lawmaker and say, I really want these people punished. I want the senators. I want, I mean, today a speech was made by our Attorney General Merrick Garland who said, you know, no one should be above the law. They're going after Trump. Uh, but I want Howley and Cruz. Peter Navarro on CNN yesterday admitted to a coup. In fact, Jake Trapper said to him, or no, Ari, Ari said to him, you realize what you're describing is a coup. It was on air. He admitted it. He admitted that Trump, that Ted Cruz was in on it, that the challenging of the votes, that, that all of those challenges had already been made in courts and all of the courts had already thrown it out. So by challenging the votes, they were committing treason because it was part of an orchestrated plan to overthrow the election. That's treason. So Ted Cruz, yesterday Peter Navarro on TV said that Ted Cruz committed treason. And he listed other names. And I know you're mad that they're not arrested and you're angry that there's no justice. I get it. 
but it'll eat at you like my medical anxiety eats at me and it'll become part of your day and you don't want that. So let it go. Watch musicals tomorrow. You know, watch Stay Close on Netflix. Watch whatever, but don't, don't just get angry at these people again. I know you're still angry, but don't, don't be hate. It's, it's, it's turning us all into hateful people, even me. I'm so quick now to snap at people, yell at people, be rude to customer service people. You know, Verizon, God, they sent me a new Wi-Fi thing. I'm trying to see if it'll work and couldn't get through to customer care. And by the time I did a day later, I was furious. I'm like, is this the kind of customer care that you're going to offer me when I'm a regular client? Because if it is, we can just cancel this account right now. Like she needed to hear that. So we're all turning into Karens. We need to stop. Life is too short to turn into a Karen, turn into a Betty White. So every day I'm going to work on not being a Karen, but being a Betty White, bringing laughter to my world, to others. Uh, maybe, maybe I need to start vodka with a twist of lime. Uh, caring for animals, including myself and others, and letting anger melt away. And anxiety I want to deal with it face to face. I want to meet my medical monster every time and say, okay, I understand. This is a real symptom. I will get it looked at, but you can't kill me. You can't, look, I'll go, I'll do, I'll do what needs to be done, but you cannot kill me. In my brain, you can't say that if I go to the doctor, they're going to find cancer. You have to be on my side. Your fear and anxiety needs to be on your side. And it's not. So we need to switch that. Just like your anger, nothing should be in your life that isn't on your side, that doesn't serve you. Anger serves you in some cases. It's good to be righteously angry in some cases. But to hold on to that anger, not good. To hold on to your fears and anxieties, not good. So just try to let them go. I know it's hard. Meditate, do yoga tomorrow, whatever. But don't sit around screaming at the TV. Doesn't help. I am Corel. Be who you want to be. So doesn't hurt anybody. Really, Corel.com. Uh, we'll be back up and running next week. In the meantime, go to YouTube.com forward slash Really Corel. All my stuff is there. Or any streaming service has all of my audio. Thank you. Thank you on SoundCloud from Progressive Voices for making me the number one show there again. And currently today, we are number 214 in the U.S. and number 175 in Canada. Still 87 in Brazil. Hi to all of you in those nations. Uh, and uh, patreon.com forward slash Corel. This month broke the 700 mark. It hasn't in a year. It's been 600 plus for a year. This month we broke the 700 mark. So thank you so very much. If you'd like to support my craziness, go to patreon.com forward slash Corel. All right. By the time I speak to you again on Friday, I will have been to two different doctors to try to nip in the bud all this fear I fear, and hopefully by then the stomach gas will just have stopped, uh, and this will just be skin damage from years in the sun, uh, and the CT will come back normal. So, you know, that's, let's hope for that. Mwah.
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for the summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. 